Welcome everyone. This is Nichelle Anderson for my podcast show, Surviving Your Journey Toward Success. This would be bonus three for my summer break 2018, where I decided even though I'm on summer break, <laughs> I still want to release some sort of, um, you know, short clips of episodes, you know, let you just know, hey, I'm, I'm still in the game. It's just I'm taking a break <laughs> for my weekly releases to more of a bi-weekly and to still kind of reach out, motivate people, influence them, talk about different things that I mentioned in my previous year and what I plan in the future and highlight some things what I'm doing. So let's get started for this particular short bonus summer break 2018. It's entitled The Science of Abnormity. I did a treat on this and I was going to try to find that date of the treat. I believe if you're listening to this now, which would be in July, if you're listening to this, this would be July the 9th. If you're listening to this, I think it would have been pretty much in my treats in May, if not May, late April. And I was, usually I find the, if I find it after I get this into post edit, then I will list it at the bottom in the description where you can read the treat. But pretty much I did that. Basically what that is, it deals with the perspective of how we are in the mix of an environment where it's abnormal, meaning that decisions are made, behaviors are done, where it doesn't nourish not only the person that's doing it, but the other people around them. And so they expect you, and I'm talking about the person that is infused with the science. When I use the word science, I'm using that as a term that that's their philosophy that's what they believe to know that exists based on the elements that they put together perhaps it was a you know pretty much as it it deals with that old emotional pain and so from that pain they develop a school of thought that leads to the science of it and the science of it is almost as a school of thought of a university to continue to engage in it, engage in the thinking and the behavior. And then the people that's around them or in that mix, especially if they are the, either in, a, in authority, meaning in their career, or they're in some type impression of major influence, if it's in a family or something like that, or a relationship where the person is pulling more of a power stroke, could be an illusion. Because to me, if you have to forcefully have someone to do something or make them do something that maybe they not want to do, it's not in balance. It's more of a control type metric. So the science of abnormality, that it's abnormal to treat someone in an unhealthy way. Now, I'm keeping this podcast short. I do plan to talk about this in my return of my podcast for season two, starting in September of this year. 2018 to 2019. I think it's a good topic because I've been there <laughs> and um, I know the ins and outs and the characteristics of that and how you reduce your mental peace where you subject yourself. Sometimes we don't have a choice and we stuck, but you always got to make a way to get out of it. So in this particular podcast like I said I'm going to keep it short and sweet but I want something that you can be I want to do something for you that you could take away and you can use it in your own lives I always feel at least now I really know now that my purpose is not only writing that I love to do that you heard me said before you've been following me but also to help you to find joy because I think everybody entitled to joy now those that do not give joy 
don't deserve it. And I might be something straightforward in my like, wow, I can't believe that's even said. But let's be real. You too much is given, too much is earned. The reason why I use that phrase of what I'm about to say is that if you don't give joy, then you don't deserve joy. It's because it's just like farming. If you plant bad seeds, what you gonna get? And I know the other side of that, people say, well, we should still give joy, we should still da da da. Why are we have to be responsible to do what someone else won't do? Again, it's part of what I'm tidying as you know, this is a good book title I have to say. The science of abnormality means it teaches you to do the same thing that they're doing that is not normal. Either lie, cheat, steal, manipulate, seek control by any means, take away, bring not mental peace, but confusion and pain of the mental state. And so they teach you in their university of thought that, okay, this is what it should be. Now, when I say university of thought, I'm using in this context of toxicity, not, of course, universities. I want to make that clear, right? Because higher knowledge, higher education is the key because that make you avoid the crap that you end up being being a part of or what have you, either by choice or by force. So the science of enormity deals with the environment that a particular person or group of people are creating that is abnormal, is not kind, is not polite, is not respectful, right? The abandonment, oh my gosh, I could do a book, a tomb of books of abandonment. And just to kind of let let that out that's what I experienced earlier part of my life by people that was either in my personal realm of what I experienced or my career mostly my personal type relationship the abandonment was constantly there it took a while for me to disengage from that science of enormity because what's normal is that there is no abandonment now can it happen when someone's not here anymore or what have you can it happen when that person has to separate for whatever reason i don't know go off to the service you know those are part of life that things that has to be done i'm not talking about that i'm talking about the science of normality that's saying abandonment is okay when it's unhealthy and examples of that is the responsibility if you're a parent Hello, that's responsibility. You got to be there. You got to be on time. It's not all about the, the physicality of it. It's also responsibility of what you got to do for a new life. Things change. So you have to be there. The abnormality of the abandonment in the sense of saying that you would do this and you don't do that. That you would show up for that, but you actually don't do it. And then you repetitive do it, especially if the person saying not to do it. Is abnormal and if you feel any type of way that is not being humble to fix it it's abnormal and then you change the subject and say well you know that that oh I say the person is changing the subject because I don't want the person <laughs> people to listen like that I'm saying is you but I'm just speaking in the terms of giving you an example and then they change the subject and they are like nothing nothing's nothing weird going over here everything's fine yes it yes it is something is wrong that's not right it's not normal and i'm going to go back to what i've said in my previous podcast everybody need nourishment everybody everybody need nourishment and that means that if you want to be a part of a person's life you got to be all in or you need to get out 
And when we're dealing with people that are connected, either through our families or our friends or what have you, and you form these relationships, it's a process when you want to detach from it. You don't detach just to gain control. You know, you don't detach just to hurt that person or abandon that person. You don't do those things to up the game of your ability to control them. Instead, you acknowledge what's really going on with you. You know, that's the goal. On the other side of that, of the person that's stuck in that science of, of abnormity, you have to constantly remind yourself. I'm going to repeat that. You have to constantly remind yourself what is normal. Okay, what's normal? Not that. <laughs> okay. And it took me, I'm going to be honest with you, it took me a while because it's so, what should I say, tenacious. It's so, it's like, you know, dipping in water. It just merges into you around your body um, when you're in that environment and you don't really realize you repeating the abnormality, meaning the thinking of, oh, okay, that's okay that they do that, even though they're supposed to be there, okay? Oh, oh, that's okay that they didn't call, like they said they was going to call. Oh, that's okay that I haven't heard from them and I don't know when and they pop up like it's, it's nothing. But you was hurt in the beginning because they were a no-show. I think the worst thing you could do is be a no-show in somebody's life when you know you're supposed to, show, you're supposed to have shown up, you're supposed to have been there, and then you don't. And then you act like nothing's happened. But if the tables were turned, they'd be the quickest one, don't they? They'd be the quickest one to say, oh, my goodness. You know, the quickest one to have a big showdown about it. It's just weird. That's basically what I'm saying about the science of abnormality, that you have to identify those people in your career or personal lives that continue to want to follow that science to nowhere, that there are behaviors of, being in an unloving way, an uncaring way is normal. No, it's not. It's abnormal and you have to fight it. For some reason, that aspect of the science of abnormality, dealing with bad behavior, dealing with not being spiritually in the good of light, is it seeps right into your existence. And we get most of this sometimes in our childhood, sometimes later on and in, in our teenage years, in our adulthood, in relationships. Oh my gosh, it's definitely in relationships and definitely also in the workplace when you have certain management that technically shouldn't really be in management and they're making decisions that is only based on numbers or only based on one aspect, but not the humanity of it, not the nourishing of it. And that's what I'm teaching today about the science of abnormality. You got to be watchful of that. And to do that, you have to do one, you have to pay attention and you have to ask yourself, is this normal? Number two, you have to identify the ones that are teaching that, that is not healthy. And you have to find a way to disengage. Now, if you're at work, that's a whole different ball game. And I might do a course about this and how you can balance that out because it's tricky it's politics when you're talking about the workplace and you can't go in there thinking this and that or say this and that you got to be strategic and you got to have a plan you got to have a strategy and you got to be implement that number three you have to learn to be able to measure your own behavior because sometimes it sneaks up on you and you end up going along with it right accepting it you don't really mean to do it. You just condition 
to do it. That's the word I didn't say earlier, but I'm going to say it today. You got to watch your behavior. That isn't being conditioned in a way that is for the good of your mental peace. Mental peace is a covenant of your joy. And the reason why you're not having joy, the reason why you have those emotional outbreaks is because you have been in the science of abnormity of others that want to continue that crap. Let's just be real. That's what it is. And you have to say enough. And you have to come up with a strategy, number two, that I mentioned to say, I am going to claim something different that's going to make me happy and it's going to bring me joy because I believe everybody needs joy that earns it. If you didn't earn it, then that's where you're at. Life is trying to tell you something you need to change. Right. But tonight, today, I just want to focus on that. I want to give a highlight on that for you to pay attention and to identify that patterns which is the science of abnormity and say this is okay there's nothing's wrong going going on here but your heart knows it and your mind know it that it's not right and if you're not smiling after the interchange with that person or that group of people guess what that's some signs of abnormality going on. And you have to seek the normalcy of life. Because if you do that, you'll reach the joy. If you reach the joy, you reach your mental peace. And I don't care what somebody claim, where you take this and you do that. And you can do this and you can do that. At the end of the day, you have to identify your environment. And you have to make the choice if you want to change it. And sometimes you can't change it right quick, like at a job. But over time, if you continue to look at your plan of action. And that's number two. The most important thing that I mentioned today is your strategy of your plan of action to move on to flip it to learn something from it and keep going all right that is my podcast today i hope you have a nice summer thank you so much for tuning in today and i hope you have a great day see you